is gross episode. To me, Tyler is gross. Um, ma'am, I just had a great conversation with my friend Rachel, and it was one of those conversations that get you jazzed. You know what I mean? The kind that make you want to come and do some shit like this. Um, I feel great. I really do. This, all this shit is still so fucking frustrating. You gotta, I'm just a fucking guy who was like, let's just try this stuff. Let's buy some stuff and throw it all together and hope it all works. And <laughs> I had a friend of mine. Uh, he's like a, he's like a, a tech guy. He like knows lighting and sound and all that shit. And he texted me. He was like, can I be on your podcast? And I'm like, absolutely. You're my good friend. I haven't talked to you in forever. And he was like, great. Also, I got some production notes. And I'm like, you know what? I bet you do. Because this shit is bananas, man. All over the place, man. And honestly, I feel like this podcast, this me wanting to do this, like it, it couldn't have come at a better time in my life. Because I don't know. Because I'm just, I'm just ready for it. I'm re- I feel so dumb. And I'm so ready to feel like a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can't handle it. I think for a lo- long time last year, this year, most of this year, I was like, I-, I wasn't ready to feel incompetent at something. And now I'm like, let's do it. Let's be bad at this thing and get better at it slowly. And I and and, and facing yourself in the scope of facing yourself and realizing that what you don't know. And there's so much that I don't know. I, like I was talking to my friend, Rachel. And she's like a marketing person. She knows how to like promote and shit like that. She does it for her job, for work, for companies. They pay her. And she was asking me all these questions and I did not know the answer to any of them. She was like, so what, what do you, what, what makes you different? And I'm like, you know, you know. And she's like, I don't. And I'm like, fuck, my charm didn't get me out of this situation. Shit. And I didn't know the answers. Like, who, who's your target audience? Who do you want to be talking to? All these like sort of like markety bullshitty questions that you don't want to think about. At least that I don't want to think about. I've always wanted to just be an artist. Hey, I'm just here doing my shit. I'm being an artist. I'm throwing it out there. And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's good. But also, who are you talking to? Why would they listen to you? What do you have to offer? What, what do you want each episode? What do you want them walking away feeling? And I didn't know the answer. And I felt dumb. And, and now I'm like, good. Like now I'm at the place where I'm like, good, I feel dumb. I feel if there's stuff to learn, there's places to go, there's ways to grow. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm realizing like to because, you know, I'm I'm a comedian. I'm trying I'm, I'm doing this. I'm a comedian. I'm a podcaster. I'm an improviser. I've acted before. I've done lots of things and <laughs> lots of things at a teeny tiny scale. <laughs> I've done lots of, listen, do you listen to me? I've done lots of things. Yeah, that's me. Um, To no one. And I've done these things and like I look at, and you imagine yourself being one of the greats. And I'm, and I'm looking up like someone like Kevin Hart. Like this man has done everything that there is to do. TV shows, sitcoms. He's done, he did a sitcom like last year. Can you imagine that shit? Like, doing a sitcom, you're a fucking movie star, and you're doing, like, telling, like, some fucking set-up punchline bullshit CBS jokes. Can you fucking imagine? You have 500 bagillion dollars. And he's like, no, nah, I'll do a fucking sitcom. He just does it. 
He's he's hosted shows, not like the Oscars. Oscars, yeah, host some goddamn Oscars. He'll host he'll host a Peacock talk show talking to celebrities. Why? Why would he do that? He's so fucking rich and talented because he. This is just who he is. This is what he does. And not that I even want to get that big. I mean, that's that's very big. But um, I imagine myself getting to a place where where I want to be in my career long term and. You know, even just attempting this, starting this, buying, buying this, buying that, having these things, setting them up, looking at myself, editing it, looking at myself for fucking an hour and a half, watching my me talk like like the last podcast I did with with Jared McCorkle, great podcast, talked about Roe v. Wade, and just listening and looking at me, the fucking cameras like below me, look my least flattering angle. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm sleepy. It's like nine a.m. It's all this only time he had available, and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's Roe v. Wade sucks that they're doing it. You know, like I I'm just, you know, and. To get to the height of someone like Kevin Harder, insert your person. Whoever your person is, insert your person. To get to that height, the things that they had to do, the things that they had to learn, and more importantly, the things that they had to face in their in their goddamn selves. They're looking at themselves and being like, I don't even fucking know who I am, what I am, where I'm going. What the fuck am I even supposed to be doing? And they face that shit. And there's, and there's so many people in the world that don't want to, that you see them, you know them, they're in your, they're your friends, they're your family, they're sitting there complaining about the same problems that they have all the time, all the fucking time, same old shit, they don't want to face themselves, and we're all, and not, and not even hating on them, we're all that way at certain points, the not facing, the, 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 the not facing yourself leads yourself if you don't face yourself for long enough, it's only going to bubble up until it explodes out of you and you have to go in the direction where you have to face yourself. So like, we're, we're all going through it, but and, and all, and all this takes time. And um, yeah, I'm just in that place where I finally bubbled up in me and shot out of me. See, you like that? And shot out of me. You know what I mean? Um, Because I, I, I think I, I started, I started this podcast in September. And I uh, did a few episodes. I was just overwhelmed, man. I had just moved. I, I was overseas. And then I came here and I was homeless. To, I mean, technically, I was staying on my friends' and parents' couches and shit. And then I found a place in Austin. And I was like, I, and I was like getting my apartment set up, my life set up. I was starting a new job. And then I was like, yo, let's, let's start a podcast. And I was like, just too much. Just too much. Too much to, to do all at once. And. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to do my thing and relax for a bit. Do some comedy. Do some stand-up. I know I'm good at that. And then it just hit me. I was, I was, I, I had, I was, I had ripped a fat line of ketamine. <laughs> Smoked a little bit of weed with my girl. We was laying there. And I was like, fuck, you know what? I don't think I believe in myself enough to even do this. That was me facing myself. That was the moment of me being like, fuck. Like, if I really want things in my head if I want to be as close to Kevin Hart as I want to be then you got to recognize that like oh shit I guess I don't really believe in myself that much and once you once I saw that in myself it was like well either you quit now forever or you figure it the fuck out and all that energy that had built up that the unconscious me not knowing if I could do it the doubt 
burst through me and then I'm setting all this shit up and trying to do it. So here I am. And and it's a beautiful thing. And to imagine the amount of build up and burst, build up and burst, this thing that we're constantly doing, every single one of us, whatever it is, mine's comedy, the, insert yours, whatever it is, whatever the thing you're facing in yourself that you can then break through and give out to the world, whatever that thing is, imagine how many times the greats had to do it, whether it was Kevin Hart or fucking Malcolm X. Have you have y'all seen the movie Malcolm X? I mean, also like read his books and like whatever, like he's a great guy. But like the the movie really, I mean, Spike Lee did a great job. He made this movie about this man who was living in a world that told him he was nothing, and he stood up to the world and said no. He said no, I'm not nothing. That's fucking incredible, you know. And they and they and he captured it. Spike Lee, Spike Lee and Denzel, baby, they captured it in this movie. He stood up and was like, no, I'm not nothing. We're not nothing. And we're ready to die to prove it. Fucking powerful, man. Huey Newton read his uh, autobiography last year, I think. Another Black Panther, one of the founding members of the Black Panthers. He came out and he was like, fuck this shit. Cops are rolling around our goddamn neighborhood telling us who we the fuck it we we, we gonna get some gats we gonna get some very cool uh berets <laughs> we're gonna get some stylish berets we're gonna get our guns and say if you fuck with him we gonna fuck with you holding them accountable they said no they said what do you have to do inside of yourself what has to build up and explode for some shit like that to happen for you to find, for like, I mean, and, and and I'm black, so that's the kind of shit that hits me. If you're something else, if you're, you know, if you're like a white Republican, because that's my audience. If you're a white Republican, imagine what Trump had to do to say, fuck Mexicans or whatever the fuck he did. I don't know. <laughs> Trump's easy target. Lame joke. But, you know, it's, imagine what these people had to go through. To build up and explode out of them build up and explode out of them and change the world when it fucking explodes and you got to face yourself to do that and that's just the place that I'm in right now is hopefully facing a new part of myself and you you always hope you're done you always hope you're fuck you always hope you're like okay finally I'm I figured out me and there's always fucking more there's always more you isn't that a fucking annoying there's always more you. Great. More me. Fucking great. But also great. Can you imagine living, being born, and you're just like a completely com- confident, great, and you feel great about yourself all the time, and you're just like, yeah, I can do it. And then you just go do it, and you're like, yeah, I did it. And there's no obstacles. Like, it's a it's a blessing. Like, I mean, like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a psychology dude as well. Like, I like thinking about myself via like you know what did I learn as a child and what how is it affecting me now and you know I think there's a big part of you that needs to be upset at your parents even if they did 90% great it's like what about that fucking 10 you know like you you gotta be upset at them a little bit as a healing thing for yourself at least that's what I feel don't stay there but you know feel it for a bit and then realize that, hey they did their best they're just people but what was I saying yeah so you gotta be mad at them how was I saying? Oh, dick. 
Oh, it's a great point. You got to be mad at your parents because they suck. Psychology. That facing yourself. Oh, that's what it was. If you didn't have that. If you didn't have your parents fucking you up at least a little bit, then you wouldn't you wouldn't get the good feeling of overcoming that. Even all the blessings that your parents gave you are blessings and all the hardships are kind of also blessings because you can't, you can't just have good shit. You know, you have to have some fucking struggle and, um, and thank God for it. Cause like me busting through this thing and me starting on this podcast is, is feels very meaningful and purposeful and, 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 and it, and it feels great. And I and even though I'm feeling stupid and dumb and everything is wrong and the peas are popping too much on this microphone and I'm not I mean, like I was just editing some of my other episodes and shit. And it's just like <laughs> it sounds like I mean, it sounds fine, but it sounds bad, you know, and I just know that, you know, one day in, a, in three months and six months in a year, it'll it'll be different. It'll be better, man. And I feel like that's the only way to create anything great. Um like the thing that one of the things I want to talk about was fucking Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the big steppers, dude. I mean, talk about a man facing himself and turning that shit into art. That is the, the, listen, me, listen, if you haven't listened to this, go listen to this. Number one, what the fuck are you doing? Looking at me at all. Go fucking Kendrick. K dot. I finally get it. I think for a long time I didn't get it. I, I've always liked Kendrick because you can't not. Like, he's got such bangers and such songs that slap. But I was I was always like, yeah, I mean, you know, all right. We gonna be all right. That's great. Nobody pray for me. Like, Humble's great. You know, Rigor Mortis from Section 80. Like, I go back. I, I like, I've always liked Section 80 the most. Good kid. I thought was okay. Pimp Butterfly I thought was better. Damn, I thought was good. Was good. And then also I would go back and re-listen. I'm like, okay, Good Kid's actually fucking great. I see why everyone, this is like people saying that's his best one. And Section 80 I still love. I just love it sonically. I like the more jazzy vibe to it. And and To Pimp a Butterfly. The problem, my problem with To Pimp a Butterfly and sort of my problem always with Kendrick was that he's very cerebral. He's very like, you know, he'll he'll tell these stories. He'll be like, like on Section 80, he's like, how does he write a song that has religion, history, politics, all wrapped in one song? He, he's very, like, it, he's sort of intellectual with his shit. And not that I don't like intellectual stuff, but there was just something inaccessible about it to me. Um, whenever he was telling a story, whenever he was making a point, it was always good. But there was always something that was very technical, and it's like, it's like, it was always something very technically well-crafted and good. And obviously that's great. But then Mr. Morale felt like it went deeper. That's the shit that I'm trying to do. That's the shit that hopefully we're all trying to do is dig deep into ourselves and pull some shit out that no one's ever heard before. And that's better than anything you could do before. And that's really what Mr. Morale was. I mean, it's, it, it's basically his dark twisted fantasy that's how i heard it i was like oh fifth album fucking better than anything he's ever done before better than anything i've ever heard before 
I would say it's better than dark fantasy, like, which is hard for me because I really like Kanye's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. But, I mean, I want to say all these things. I remember the fir- after my first listen, I wanted to say all these things that didn't work. I wanted to be like, yo, that shit, sl- it doesn't slap. Yo, that shit was fire. It's not fire. That was a masterpiece. That was a work of art. Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I mean, my girl said it was like, she said it was like, it was like he, he was a conduit to his unconscious and he just laid it all out on the track. So vulnerable. And I think that's what I connected to most about it is like, it was, it was his, it was like a truly vulnerable album from top to bottom. It felt like he was really digging deeper than he's ever dug before. And maybe I just wasn't listening. I'm not, I'm not the, like I said, I, I've always been a big Kendrick fan. Not the biggest Kendrick fan. Not even the hugest hip hop fan. You know, I've, I always think I like hip hop. I, I follow the big ones and then I meet someone and I'm like, oh, you actually are a hip hop head. And I, I do my best. Um, but man just really connected with the depth in this album i mean he goes deep four songs about daddy issues son about daddy issues he's like my daddy taught he said i had to get over my daddy issues my daddy told me i was weak if i cried so i wouldn't cry and now it's fucking up my life i'm like yes and that's not really my experience but yes i mean beautiful album beautiful fucking album from top to bottom getting into his there's some funny moments too i mean like on we cry together that's the song where it's like him and his girl arguing um he's just just them saying fuck you back and forth and he's she's like you little dick nigga and he's like hey but you were sucking that dick though that is such a funny response you got a little dick but you were sucking that dick though wasn't you mm-hmm well, I should have found it. It got so petty and childish and real. You know Kendrick had this. Con- you know Kendrick had this argument with his girl. You know this was this was. I-, I heard a thing one time, like a writer. He said, like, you can protect a few people in your writing. You can protect, like, you know, maybe a wife, maybe a kid, but everyone else you got to burn to the fucking ground. And that's what this is. He's like, I'm gonna just lay our argument out for the world to see. And it's like, well, it's too personal. Sorry, I'm making art. That's what he did. And then there was um, there was that one. And then the whole like the whole trans song with his uh, trans uh, aunt, uncle, and uh, his his trans cousin was like, it was good, but it is just sort of like, my auntie is the man now. <laughs> I mean, there's just something so. The baldness and the baldness of it. My auntie is a man now. Like even that understanding is sort of um, childish because I think that's 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 the best way to explain it. That's the best way he has to explain it. You know, like if if you really dig down deep inside of you, you know, you're just like I'm sad. There's no you know, you don't there's no need to intellectualize it, and make it sound like an adult. My auntie is a man now. He she she's not a lesbian. She just eat pussy. And there's a difference. Like, it's it's simple. It's beautiful. And it was a great song, but it's, it's kind of funny. Demetrius is Marianne now. If you take it out of context, because that's like, that's like song number 13 out of 15 or some shit. Once you get there, you're in it. But if I just showed someone, they'd be like, 
Demetrius is Marianne now. What the fuck is that? Like, it's, it's just funny. It's just like a weird thing to put into a rap song. And that's why it's fucking revolutionary. That's why he's so vulnerable. He's so open. I've even heard somehow, I've heard this man got criticism for this. I mean, he, he said the F word a few times. What are you going to do? The F-A-G word. Um, and what, what are you going to do about that? But, um, and it, but it was sort of in the context of like, yo, you shouldn't be saying that. That's my cousin, you know? And, and saying like, I used to say it and I was wrong for doing that. This, this, this song of growth and the idea that someone would listen to that whole album, this man, like to, for, for an artist to like open themselves up and show you their insides, especially like their emotional insides, not like they're like, you know what, let me tell you how I feel fuck the juice like that's okay well then maybe keep maybe criticize those insides but if it's just like i used to think this way and now i think better because i love my auntie and my cousin i've chose humanity over christianity and it's all forgiven like beautiful shit how could you listen to all of that and be like he shouldn't have said that it's like man that shit frustrates me so much i mean i know it's just it's just the internet it's just the void it's just everyone saying everything all at the same time but god damn it like they're opening themselves up to you they're showing you everything and what do you have to do to get to that point what do you have to do how much fucking work you have to do to burst like i've been saying at the beginning open and burst put it on the track be good enough that people want to hear it be good enough that you can synthesize these things that you're feeling and these emotions into something that is fucking killer. And people have the nerve to be like, you should have said it different. It's like, well, go fuck yourself, man. And then you have to get to that place in yourself too. Where it's like, all right, well, go fuck yourself, man. I laid myself bare. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Keep it moving. And beautiful album. And I think that that's what I'm trying to do too. I would love to make something comedy equivalent of, of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I mean, love to. Love to. That's what I think this album, or this album, that's, hey, this album that I'm dropping. No, this podcast that I'm doing, I think that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build up and explode on camera right here, right now. That's what I'm trying to do. Because I feel like it's it's good and it's compelling. Open it up. Share it with everybody. Fuck it. I'm going to tell everyone that my fucking lights don't work. And my camera is smarter than me. And, I, and, 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 and I'm editing shit and it's all fucked up. And I'm putting it out there and talking to folks and losing files and shit's being destroyed. Fuck it. Throw it out there. Let them know. Let them know what I'm going through. Because it's all growth. If anyone's paying attention, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a man grow in front of you. And hopefully, hopefully, I grow into someone good and worth it. And hopefully, it's compelling to watch. Um, so that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm thinking about here. Late at night, by myself. With a ring light and this big light. and You can see my, my thing on the wall, my art on the wall. Anyway, now I'm rambling. Listen, thanks for listening. This is all I wanted to do. Quick twenty, get quick twenty five in and out. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a couple of uh, episodes coming up that are guests because I'm going to Europe to visit my brother and other folks. Um, so I'm gonna do that, and then uh, I'll come back, and then I'll do another one of these. 
Um, but yeah, enjoy. Like and subscribe. What what do people say? You know? <laughs> like and subscribe. Comment. Say something nice to me. Um, I need to get a Patreon so I can get some money off of this shit. You know. Hey. Listen, thank you so much. I love y'all. Everyone bottle up and explode. Be the best you can be. Let's let's live, laugh, and love. The white girls knew what they were doing the whole time. Live, laugh. Go fuckers. Thank you.